We're back to the Neil Haley Show. My guest today is author of Lethal Range, Ryan Steck. How are you? It's a Matthew Reed thriller. How are you, sir? And thanks for stopping by today. Uh, thank you so much for having me, man. It's good to be here. How did it all start? You becoming an author? Kind of how did that go? Were you always an author or is it something new for you? No, this is so this is new for me. Uh, Lethal Range is my second book. Um, originally, I was a, a sports reporter for like one year. And I covered the Detroit Lions. They never won. It was awful. Uh, I ended up transitioning into the publishing world. And I've been a freelance editor. I work with a lot of authors. And then I run a website called therealbooksby.com, where it's kind of like a one-stop shop for all things thriller. And at a certain point, you know, you work on books, you cover them. You start to realize, like, man, I really love to tell some stories as well. And um, when I was in, in 10th grade, all the way back in high school, man, I uh, we had an English teacher with this really cool intern who gave us this assignment. And she said, you can do anything you want. You can swear, you can have violence, action, doesn't matter. So like any 15 year old kid, I went way over the top with that. And I went home and wrote a short story about a kid named Matthew Red who had to protect his school as like a vigilante. And now as like, by the way, I got suspended from school for uh, for a week for that. And um, so in my adult life, now I'm married, you know, you're grown up. I have six kids, new perspective. And I have like, six kids, but I'm soon to be divorced, but there's a difference. But I was thinking, you know, well, God, well, God bless you. Cause six kids, I know the struggle. Um, it is a lot, man. It's, it's, uh, it's like Jim Gaffigan said, you know, what's it like having all those kids? And he said, imagine you're in the ocean, you know, drowning and someone throws you a baby. And I'm like, yeah, that kind of fits. Um, it's a lot, but I just thought about this character that I wrote as a teenager, and I thought, where would he be today? What would he be doing uh, in today's world? And I couldn't let it go. And so I ended up writing my first book, Fields of Fire, came out last year, uh, starred Matthew Red. He's back in Lethal Range. And uh, the kicker of it all is that uh, the principal who suspended me is now my kid's principal. And he's a super good guy, but I like to joke with him and tell him that Matthew Red got me a week off school and a book deal. So it all worked out okay. Okay, so the book deal. So who's who's your book deal with? Just that's awesome. Uh, so I'm with Tind Tyndale House Publishing. Um, and I actually will have another announcement. Maybe we can come back, man. I have another really big announcement for another series I'm going to soon be taking over. Well, you just, you, just, you just make sure you follow me on all different social platforms. We're going to stay connected. You have yeah. to me about Twitch. I'm a social media. I have a social media podcast agency that's growing in other business ventures and lots of joint ventures. Exciting times coming for me. Uh, and that's the fun part of, of, of building a brand. Like you're building yes. with your, with on Twitch, you're building the same type of a brand where authors are seeing you as somebody of sort. It's like we can create something, then we have to find the TAM, which Neil Patel talks about all the way. And once we can figure out what the TAM is, we can figure out how much money we can make doing that. So that's yeah. the thing that people make mistakes, write books before they have a following, do all these specific things before they figure out, build as a creator. And there's so many opportunities as creators, but that's for another time. So do you hope this could be a movie? With the thriller end of it? Yeah, I will say. So in Hollywood, I'm wrapped by WME. And we oh, wow. uh, literally wrote the part for Jason Momoa. Uh, Matthew Red sort of is Jason Momoa. And we just kind of got to his camp and, and uh, got him the books and everything. And then the strikes happened. So now no one's talking. No one knows what's going on. And of course, it's like the worst timing ever for me. But as a writer... You know, I, I can't argue that I stand with, with, with the people striking for sure. Um, hopefully, everyone comes back to the table, deal gets done, and Jason, you know, wants to talk yeah. about this because I would love for him to do it. 
So how did you get rep by WME? Was it based on your following or do you think it was just lot or you just, you hustled? I mean, so Mike, through the literary side, um, I had a big following in, in publishing because the book spies up to 2 million readers. So we kind of make some noise with that. My literary agent, John Talbot, was the one who suggested that we go to WME and they read the books, really liked them and said, yeah, we want to rep this and uh, we want to shop them. So you sold 2 million books. No, but I have 2 million followers on the book spy. I, I would love to sell 2 million books. For, so explain oh that. Like, so you see, I, you've never had an interview like this, but that's because I'm a marketer and I want to yeah. learn this stuff. And I'm all about learning and to be this sponge. So 2 million followers on one of your platforms. Correct. Yeah. So the realbookspy.com is uh, it's a website. I've literally worked as like a critic and an insider for thrillers. So if you enjoy um, thriller novels, that's a website for you. Uh, interviews, Q&As, cover reveals, book deal announcements, everything. So we kind of do it all there and uh, built a big following with that. That's fantastic. It's a lot, lot of great things. And how do you think you built the following? Hustling or just really niching down into that area and then figuring out thrillers and see that there was no real competition so you could push That's what it, it was. Yeah, there was no one. Sh so it's a little bit like um, in, in the literary world, thrillers are sort of like action movies. When you watch the Oscars and I don't I don't watch the Oscars, but I always Google who won. And I've never heard of any of the movies that win Best Picture like ever. But I always see Mission Impossible. I see Fast and Furious. They make a billion dollars. Well, in the literary world, that's what thrillers do. It's the same thing, but they're kind of like that redheaded stepchild, if you will. They don't ever get the love or the coverage that other genres do. But they're so a thriller for me. That's not yeah. horror. That's not horror thriller, right? No. I mean, it could. So there's a lot falls under the umbrella of thriller, but I like to say anything that gets your heart right up a little bit and makes you want to stay up all night reading it. And so next to romance, that's number and 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 true crime. That's probably the top three, right? It's up there. Yeah. I mean, when are you gonna have your own thriller too. podcast? You interview the authors. When are you gonna have your yeah. own thriller podcast? We're just reading. Yeah, we're working on it. Yeah, for sure, working on it. I think you, because you could definitely have that skill set. So what, why should people read this book? It's because it's second in the series, right? And you had success yeah. in the first one. Yeah, I mean, so the whole like idea with this series is we never see these household name characters. You don't see Jack Ryan or Jason Bourne out West. And if you think about it, when you have these lone wolf operator types, <clears throat> it's a perfect place for them. When you're out West, backup is hours away at best, at worst days. So you're on your own. That heightens everything from the tension to the suspense. <clears throat> it raises the stakes. And I thought it's kind of the perfect place to put a guy like Matthew Red. He's six foot three, 265. He's a sledgehammer in a scalpel's world. <clears throat> and he, he's come back home on the first one to investigate the, the death of his adopted father and uncovers a global conspiracy, he ends up staying, putting some roots down in Montana. In book two, he's a little bit older. He's married, has a family. That's the life I know. And he wants to leave those those days of door kicking behind and, and sort of settle down, run his ranch. And it just doesn't work out for him. That's, uh, the, that's why country does so well, like ranch and Western, almost yeah. the way you put this together. That's another yeah, big sure. genre that you have a huge fan base. So add that in Thriller and you got a good deal, especially with all the do things from Outer Range to, again, we know all the other ones. What, what's it called? The one that's 
really popular with Kevin Costner. So you really Yellowstone. Yeah. yeah. I wrote it before Yellowstone. And I will tell you when we took temperature from like publishers, it was like, I don't know if people want a modern day Western. I didn't fully see it that way myself. And I was like, I probably wouldn't call it that. Yellowstone came out, took off. And the next thing I know, every interview, I'm like, so it's a modern day Western. Um, yeah, so that's perfect. That's that's the, the gimmick. But you're hoping to show them that he's grown up, but he's not. Because guess what? You can't get out of that, right? You cannot. No, no. Uh, enemies new and old unite, bring a war straight to Matthew Red's front door. And he is sort of forced back into the action and um, finds himself in, in a battle he can't possibly, you know, lose, but can't really win on his own. And um, things spiral from there and really take off. Tell me how fantastic it is to have readers who read your books. I mean, it's like, like I have certain, like the followers and social media or different things. Like when I go on Clubhouse, everyone loves to come hear me speak. I came back yeah. to Clubhouse after having taken a year off or a year and a half off, come back to specific places. It's got to feel good that there are people that just love what you do. You have those certain readers that couldn't wait till that second book came out. It, yes. And no one warns you how different it is putting the second book out from the first one. So my first book came out. You dream of it your whole life. I tested positive for COVID that morning. So they canceled oh, the tour, canceled all not my good. interviews. No, it, it sucked, man. Like I was like, oh, this is not how I imagined this going. Uh, but the good news is you spend a year building a readership. Yeah, you, be, you, you start to gain fans of the series of the characters. So when the second one dropped, Yesterday was absolutely unbelievable. I was overwhelmed. So many people were tweeting me that they stayed up till 12.01 a.m. to get the Kindle. You know, the second it dropped, stayed up all night reading it. That is every thriller writer dreams of that. You know, sincerely, that's what you hope for. People read your book, can't sleep. One more chapter, one more chapter, stay up all night reading it. Uh, yes, I, I really think of the readers because I'm a fan of this genre. So I want, if you pick up one of my books, I want to entertain you. I want you to have fun. Right. Can you, you be a New York Times best-selling author at one point or not? You well, have, was I? Yeah. Could no, you? No, look, I'm working. I'm trying. Um, no, I'm only on book two, but uh, it's Are definitely best-selling for the first one. Uh, the first one did not hit the Times list. No. But anything else? Yes, some of the best-selling, right or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had some list, but that's kind of like the gold standard. Right. Yes, because you do it right, you promote it right, and all those things. All right. So, yeah. where's the best place people can find information, and purchase your book, find about you, and also your blog and all that stuff. The website. Yeah. So, um, therealbookspy.com. You can find everything about me there, or ryansteck.com. I'm on uh, Instagram at Ryan Steck Author and the Real Books by. I'm on Twitter or whatever Elon's calling it now uh, at Ryan Steck Author and the Real Books And Lethal Range is in bookstores right now. Find it wherever books are sold: Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, Walmart, Target. Bam wherever all right we appreciate it sir thanks again thank you all right you're listening watching the neil haley show and we'll be back in just a moment